Okay. Welcome back to the podcast, Try to Be Happy, with your host, Saji Sods. Saji Socks. Okay, well, so I just recorded an episode where I was, like, super upset. It actually wasn't an episode. Um, at first, it started off as a really good one, and then I kind of kind of went off topic by really diving into like some personal criticisms I have about people and then I was like oh this kind of sounds a little too aggressive and mean and you know just to sum it up I unfortunately it's my birthday soon uh at the time of recording this and I have a horrible relationship with my birthday okay And I've had a horrible relationship with my birthday for a few years now. It never used to be like this until I kind of went to school. Um, And, like, maybe when I was, like, a preteen and up, that's when it really started becoming very apparent. I really hate my birthday. But before that, I had a wonderful time. Actually, it was one of the days of the year that I actually really liked. Um, Because it was the first time in my abusive family um, in the year where I actually felt like I was the center of attention and that I could be, you know, appreciated. So yeah, I, I never really used to hate my birthday until I started doing things for people's birthdays because I thought, you know, the way that I was raised to go and get a cake and get a gift for someone in my family was the one good thing that they actually did. So I would go and do those things for friends and like I would kind of do that for everyone that was in my friend group at the time. And of course, friend groups changed from year to year, but there was like a solid good one that we had for a while going and I would plan every like birthday and we even had like this like tradition to pass off this like super stupid gargantuan bra that I got one day for for, uh, one of the birthdays. And I even have a picture with my friend wearing it. And, you know, it was such a beautiful memory for me. But then when I look back at it, you know, I only got the bra back once. (laughs) I only got the bra back once. And then after that, I never saw it again. Because they only celebrated my birthday once. And that was the time that I planned my own birthday. (laughs) And from the age of... mm, Let me see here. From the age of 13 to probably 19 I really like was feeling broken down every year each year I felt like oh okay that's fine I know you have family okay my birthday is close to Christmas okay that I understand then I started meeting people that had birthdays during Christmas like 26 and you know they had similar sentiments but at least people would text them or at least people would like wrap their locker for them Or at least people would, you know, get them a gift or something or, you know, even come over or hang out with them or postpone it and do it later. But no, not for me. Apparently, everyone was way too busy to even make time for me, even though I used to go out of my way to make time for other people. Then I learned about expectations and like I shouldn't expect things. So I kind of learned to let it go a little bit. But then I really like, I really hated the surprise aspect of things because, you know, nothing makes me more upset than having planned everyone's birthdays once or twice before 
actually several times and kind of do almost every trick in the book of surprises. So I kind of could tell when people wanted to surprise me or do something. So I kind of am a Debbie Downer in that way. Um, but mostly because not the fact that the surprises bother me, but it was because at, when I was around 17, I started vocalizing how much I was upset during my birthday because I never got my locker wrapped, which was something I used to do at my high school. And I, and like the one time it got wrapped was actually because they had leftover wrapping paper for someone else whose birthday was on the same day as me. And that broke me, I think, more into pieces than anything else I've ever experienced in my entire birthday history. And ever since then, that day, I realized, wow, if people I hardly talk to could do something and the friends that I talk to every day that claim they love me so much couldn't even do the bare minimum, that just makes me, like, feel really crap. And also, that person had the same birthday as me. And their friends never made one fucking excuse about being too busy. And they always hung out or got a cake for them or something like that. It wasn't anything grand. It was just the bare minimum. And, like, I wasn't expecting the same scale of stuff that I planned. But I was, you know, like, I kind of just wanted someone to say happy birthday at the very fucking least. But no, of course, like, I started, like, vocalizing it to one friend, and she is not to be trusted because she has the biggest mouth on the fucking planet. So confiding in them, like, made it feel like I was an attention fucking seeker because now suddenly everyone was trying to reach out. I mean, super, like, you know, oh, you know, like, oh, sorry, it's, it's your birthday, like, yay, we love you, and all these long texts. And at first I appreciated them, but then I started, like, to feel very insecure because, like, Do they like me or are they just doing this because I felt sad all these years? So then I started not liking it and it made me uncomfortable to hear anything because now that I'm starting to see these texts, I'm starting to understand it's only because I'm hurt by their actions that they're doing this to kind of make up for it. But I'm never getting an actual apology. I'm just getting these fluffy, stupid, meaningless messages to me. Like it's all just like hot air at some point and and it's hard to see where me as the individual I am is being appreciated versus the fact that it's just the most basic gesture just to text someone (coughs) and of course people don't want to see me on that day because they're so busy but then I go on the stories and I see they're hanging out with other people whose birthdays are around this time, and I'm thinking, wow, I must not really mean absolutely anything to you. And, you know, like, social media is a beautiful thing because you can you can see what people are up to. And I used to get even more sad because it would be like, these people are sending me these texts saying how much they appreciate me, but the only time they actually ever try to show up for me is um, if I ask, which was the one time I did it for my 16th birthday. And, you know, I started feeling like, it's not worth it. So then after my 19th birthday, um, I kind of, sorry, on my 18th birthday, actually, my 18th birthday, which was my champagne birthday, I decided to myself that from now on, from now on, I will no longer celebrate my birthday with anyone 
because I bought an Airbnb for myself because it was like, screw this. Every year I go through the same thing where I feel incredibly depressed and sad and I feel like just not living anymore. So I feel like, or at least like I felt like not having friends anymore. And, you know, that loneliness creeps up pre like preemptively too. So it affects my mood probably like, uh, like, cause I did struggle with depression anyways from previous things and the season, you know, if you know anything about Canada, it gets super fucking dark. So seasonal depression is a very prevalent thing up, up, up in here. So, you know, I don't want to be extra and I don't want to be a burden to people and keep complaining that I hate my birthday and I'm, I'm just tired of it. So if I don't have to explain it from now on to new people that come into my life, then this is fine. I'll be safe. So if someone asks me what my birthday is earlier in the year, I'll say it, but that way it doesn't seem like I don't hate it. But when the time comes, they usually will forget. So I'll just let it go. And that every year from now on, I'll turn off my phone, make sure no one can contact me so I don't have to see their shitty messages and get upset and, you know, like feel like they're just doing it for just the sake of like doing it because they know that it upsets me. So I started slowly not responding to people over the years, slowly, you know, like try to ease back my response to them and be like, oh, sorry, I had my phone off, blah, blah, blah. I like, you know, now I'm to the point where I, I, I see minimal messages for my birthday, which is fantastic. And I'll tell you why. Because it really is showing me the place that I'm in is like not in their life. And it's also showing me that um, I don't have anyone being fake. And if there are people that are in my life that year, because every year it changes who is in my closer circle, um, like they will send me a message, but usually a few days before or on the day of, and I can respond later and feel confident that when I respond later, they'll be okay with it because I'm setting those boundaries for myself. I am. I'm, I'm making sure people know, hey, you know what? The weekend is coming up that I'm feeling like really drained or sometimes I don't even mention that it's my birthday weekend just say this weekend is going to be really tough for me so I'm just going to turn off my phone for a bit but if you need me I'll message you the day after and I make that very clear you know like I don't want to worry anyone I don't want anyone thinking like anything's happened to me um and this is like kind of been something that I tried to do successfully every year and lo and behold it never fucking works because there's always someone who guilt trips me and says that you're being over dramatic and you should just let people like love you and treat you and blah 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 and like I'm not like everybody else and like what happens is like they are like everybody else like every year and it's like as if I love hurting myself every year because I, what do I do? I listen to this person. I think, oh, they're going to be different and they're not. And I talked about this time that I was celebrating my birthday because this person was like, um, not because they wanted to see me, because they wanted to talk about a breakup they had. And so I said, I don't like to hang out, but because I hear that you're distressed and I hear that you're upset, I will come out. 
and I will hang out with you. Okay? And they're like, well, let's do something also for your birthday. I don't want you to just come out here. And, like, I know it's your birthday the day before your birthday. But why don't we just, like, talk and whatever. Because they were going through a breakup with someone. (coughs) So I was like, okay. (sighs) I'll suck it up and I'll fucking go. So I went. And And here's something else you should know about me. I'm always the fucking driver. Okay, so I'm the driver in this whole scenario. We went to this town an hour away. We hung out. She treated me to a meal. Said it was for my birthday. It was nice. But, you know, we need to talk about the, the real deets, which, which was her mental health. And again, everyone's going to say, that sounds fucked up. But also at the same time, if she's going through something, regardless of my birthday or whatever... And at the time I was thinking she's a really good friend, then I would like to be there for them. And actually, in general, I would like to because, you know, it's something that I wish people would do more often with me. But here's the kicker. I don't want it in the way that people think that I want it, where I just want someone to come and, like, regurgitate information to me that I already know and like be like it's okay get just be strong you know you can get through it champ no I want someone to listen I want someone to listen be critical and tell me you know like hey maybe you should work on this but then also make it like not an ultimatum that's the kind of thing that I offer to people now after like after those years like new people that come to my life I try not to be as judgmental as I was before and as harsh with the criticisms and the advice that I gave because before I was really a fucking asshole and so I don't want to do the things that I used to do so I I tread very lightly sometimes on people's um trauma dumps and what they share with me because you know there's sensitivity that needs to be used especially because everything is situational and especially with the state in which someone is vulnerable you have to consider that as well and a lot of people of course are not going to have that deep of an empathetic or empathic um perspective but i do because of my experience with losing friends gaining friends also like hurting myself mentally um, having people hurt me mentally, physically, whatever, you know, like you learn a lot of different ways to read people and to read the situation. And if through my mistakes, I'm evolutionizing how I'm speaking. So of course, I'm not going to expect everyone to be like how I am. But the hope is down the line, the more I talk to someone in a certain way, the more maybe one day when I really need advice and I really need someone to lean on, that person can kind of offer me almost like even a little bit of the essence that I have when I gave them advice. And I've seen it kind of work in some situations, which is very helpful to me and which has made it very easy for me to get through this month. But unfortunately, there are friends that are still, uh, or people I know that are still testing, testing my boundaries, even though I try to make them clear, but apparently not. So anyways, back to the story. So we went, got dinner. It was very nice. It was very lovely. Uh, Here's the thing. It got really dark really quick, especially when we headed back to our main city. And she was like, I don't want to be alone. Uh, can we go to a cafe? Can, is there anywhere 24 hours that's open? 
And I was like, I doubt it. Because everywhere, everything in the our city loves to close at 9 p.m. Regardless of the weekend or not. <clears throat> and I think it was like a Friday night or something. And anyways, this, this person was like telling me that um, we could try like this one place that's a shisha bar. Now, to my listeners out there, here's a couple things about me. I am zero, zero smoke. I do not like um, smoking in any form. That includes weed, shisha, and nicotine, especially. Those three least favorite scents in the entire fucking world. I have troubles with scents, okay? So I hate candles, for example. That is my least favorite gift, and I I try to make it clear every year, but apparently it doesn't work. But that is also another thing. I hate breathing in, like, different scents. doesn't really make sense because my apartment smells like mold and I'm killing myself very slowly, actually, like, waking up with a sore throat and a cough. But that's a whole other thing, so we'll get into that another time. Um, so, yeah, I hate those, like, you know, putting myself into that kind of environment where there's people smoking. I get it if someone's doing it in front of me. And I can't really help it. I just, I will cough or I'll just like sneeze or whatever I need to do and, or move away from that person if I can. Because there's just something about it, like entering my lungs that's like, makes me like immediately need to cough or sneeze or whatever. So I don't like those things. And the other thing is, um, I also don't like going where my university is and that's only because one it feels weird to go and hang out near it when I don't go there um but that's okay because I also am young so I kind of fit the demographic so it's okay but the other thing is is like I don't like to be there because university students and college students are fucking rowdy let me say it again. They are rowdy. So here's the scene, okay? My friend tells me there's one place that is open other than a Tim Hortons. And I was like, uh, uh, which one? Uh. And she was like, the shisha place. It has such a good vibe. You'll love it. And it's for the vibe. It's not for the smoking, I swear. And it's, it's for the vibe. And I was like, oh, I understand, but that's not really how I want to spend my birthday. And I was like, I really don't like it because my birthday is at 12 midnight and I just don't want to spend the first hour there. And she was like, no, it's fine. It's the vibe. And I was like, no, I don't want to go. Like, and I was like, and she's like, oh, okay, well, we'll try somewhere else. And I was like, and then the other place was a bus, too. It was, like, some fucking night rave. It was set at cafe, but it was, like, some, like, really loud music and beer, like, place. And it wasn't even a cafe. I was like, what the fuck? And apparently, like, it was, like, a duality kind of cafe shop where, like, it was a cafe during the day and at night it was, like, a beer place and that they turn off the coffee machines at, like, um, 10 p.m. and we just missed it and I was like, okay, strange concept, but all right. And, uh, so 
I'm driving around and um, she was like, are you sure you don't want to try it? Like, you know, and, and I was like, it's kind of getting annoyed. So I was like, okay, you know what? Fine. She was like getting all sad and she's like, you know, I really could use a good environment. And I was like, God, okay, fine. I'll try it. But it's going to make me uncomfortable. But if I really don't like the smell, I'm going to have to leave. And she's like, okay, like, okay, it's fine. You'll like it. It won't be too strong. And I'm like, it, like in my head, I'm thinking, what do you mean it's not going to be too strong? This place is literally a shisha bar. Bitch, there's one thing I know. It's a shisha bar because it's not like I haven't been to one before. Okay, first year university. Guess what? People loved that shit so much. Okay, before legal, weed, legal, before weed was legalized, shisha bars were probably some of the top tier smoking joints that you could go to and feel like a fucking badass. And that's not for me in, in both cases, but I went to one just to see. I hated the experience. I really could not stand it. So I never went to one again. And let me tell you something about that first experience. It smells and reeks of smoke. So I don't like it. And if someone's going to ask me, well, did you even bother trying? Yes, I have actually. I did try and I hated it. I could not stand it. And it made me feel sick after. So no, I don't like shisha and I, I can pretty much justify it. You know, I'll try almost anything, almost anything once. That was one thing that I was like, everyone was like, oh, it's not as bad as smoking or whatever and it doesn't hurt and blah, 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 blah. And it felt so sickening to do, like it felt so wrong. But I didn't do it at a shisha bar when I tried it. I tried it at someone's personal shisha in their own apartment. So I was far more comfortable doing that because I was in a, a, a space with only a few people. So that's the only reason I did it. But anyways, so we go to the shisha bar. First thing that happens, okay, while I'm mentally fucking preparing myself, because I know my clothes are going to start reeking of the fucking smell uh, when I leave too. So I'm like, fuck, I, I really hate this. My anxiety is starting to trigger and flare up. I walk out. There are these fucking high school students. I'm not even kidding. There's no way you can ever tell me those were fucking university students. They look like they were fucking infants. They looked 14 to 15, okay? These children were fighting this big Oz man. Like, this big guy, okay? They were, like, screaming at each other, okay? So, we walk in... When you look straight ahead, you can see staircases, okay? So there's one staircase and then it goes onto like a, a landing and then another staircase going up, okay? They're on the first set. They're on the very first set. And they're getting so heated. They look like they're about to fucking have a smackdown motherfucking brawl. And I'm like, okay, well, this is like not a good like scene here. And then my friend is like, um, oh, let's just go, let's go, I'm sure it's fine, let's just ignore them. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, it looks like they're about to, like, scrap. And I was like, should I break them up or something? And she's like, no, no, let's just go, let's just go up. I'm like, I don't think this is a good idea to just walk right fucking past them. So anyways, they're, like, screaming at each other and, like, they kind of shuffle to the side. There's someone else that came down and, like, tried to, like get them to like shut the fuck up and like I remember the the big
bigger guy was like, I could fucking, I could fucking crush one of you. I can, I can bend you like a, a twig, okay? So you better get the hell out of here. I'm like, I don't know what happened. I, I really don't. But I was super like, I was super like nervous. Because I was like, this is just an awful sign. Just, oh no. Oh God. So anyways, we walked past them. We go upstairs. We're like, just for two, but is it possible for us to not get a shisha at a shisha bar? Because usually what happens is that when you go to a shisha bar, you actually have to get an actual, like, uh, shisha. So I was like... Uh, is it possible we could just get drinks and that's it? Like a tea or whatever. They're like, uh, no one usually just asks for that and we don't really offer that. And I was like, okay, well, this isn't gonna work. And she's like, okay, well, I'll just get it. I'll do the shisha myself. And like, uh, you know, and I was like, and she's like, but you should try. So you should pick the flavor. And I was like, no, I don't want to try. No. And she's like, no, 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 you should try which flavor. And I was like, honestly, I really don't. I already feel sick because the smell is so overwhelming. Like, there's so many people in there. I just want to go home. I was so tired of consoling her earlier, like, you know. And I, and now I'm, like, stuck in a place where I don't want to be. And she just is making me feel, like, so stupid all the time for wanting to say no. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, you can pick whatever flavor. I really don't care. So I go to the bathroom. I feel like throwing up. Literally, I'm in the bathroom. I'm, like, almost in tears because I'm, like, this is so frustrating. I don't want to be here on my birthday. It's literally 12 o'clock. It's making me feel so upset. We had a good dinner. Why wasn't that enough? Why couldn't it be enough? Like, you know, that's, that's my question. Why? Why did she have to push it to this? We had a dinner. We had a good conversation. Could have got tea at a Tim Hortons. Really, truly. I bet you we didn't even look that fucking hard. Okay? We didn't even look that hard, I bet. And I was to the point where I was like, I just want to fucking get out of here. Oh, you know what? Maybe it's COVID hours? I don't know. That made it hard to find an open Tim Hortons. But I doubt that. I think there were still 24-hour ones during the time. But regardless, um, I was in the bathroom and I was going to cry. And I, I think I even did. And then, anyways, I left the bathroom, and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, honestly, I need to leave. I feel sick. And she was like, okay, okay. And so they canceled our order, and it was, like, this whole thing. And they're like, oh, okay, you want to cancel? And, like, she even met her friend here, and I was like, you can go with your friend and smoke with your friend. That's fine. I'll leave you here. <laughs> like, you can just Uber back. Please, I just want to go. And anyways, I was upset, of course, and it ruined my birthday even more than my birthday is already ruined every year. And also, um, oh, what's the other thing? My brother also had pissed me off this year at, like, that specific year. And it was, like, it was this whole thing. It was because, like, I guess, you know, he's a teenager. So when you're a teenager, you don't want to do things. You're lazy as fuck. And there was one thing that my brother hates is when people call him lazy. But let me tell you, though, he's a pretty lazy guy. I know he hates it, but goddamn. And so I would plan stuff to meet him, to hang out with him. My tree, you know, of course, I'm his older sister. But then he'd flake on me and he'd be like, no, I didn't agree to that. Or I don't want to do that. Or like, you know, I wanted him to come over here and hang out with me where I live. 
He's like, no, I don't want to do that. It's uncomfortable. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But here was the thing. We had planned it. He'd been okay with it for a few weeks now. A weeks. 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 Guys, guys like, I weeks. Okay, so I was excited. I even checked in the day before. Okay, and I was like, here's the plan. He's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds fine. Why the fuck on the day of, as I'm driving towards you, are you going to cancel on me? I don't live close by. I lived like an hour and a half. So why the fuck would you do that to me? That's just rude. And it's not the first time. It was multiple times. So at that point, I was like, you know what? That's enough. That's enough. You don't want to hang out with me and you don't care. So you know what? I'm tired of it. So we're just not going to hang out anymore. You tell me when you want to hang out. I'm tired of reaching out to you. You don't want to go out. You don't want to see people. If it makes you that uncomfortable, I don't want to hang out with you. This is fine. You know, if you want distance from me, it's fine. I get it. Whatever. So I was super upset and I laid in and I was like, hell no. He's my brother. Of course, we're going to fight. So, and obviously at the time, there was way more emotion behind it than there was just me like... Just being like, this happened, my mom. Like, no, it was like way more complicated, but of course, because I have to complicate things. But anyways, so my brother ended up texting me that day, and I was like, I was like, okay. But, you know, like, I, there were so many upsetting things, and to start it off in a shisha bar, probably my one of the least favorite things with a friend that I actually really respected before this, like, you know, it just made me lose respect for her. And I was like, really? Come on. We had such a good, good time at the other place. And I was feeling like you were feeling better after we were talking on that rooftop about whatever, like, was happening in your life. And uh, just, you know. And here's the thing, too. Most of my friends are actually older than me. So I don't understand why they always feel like I'm, like, their kid. When they literally don't have any more of their life put together than I do. And the reason that we're friends is because you can't really tell the difference between my stage of life and their stage of life. So, you know, it's unfair sometimes that I get, like, told, oh, you're just a kid when they give me advice for stuff. Like, she was like, you know, like, she was like, oh, well, you know, you've helped me now, so let me give you some advice because you're feeling down for your birthday. And she's like, you're just a kid, and you'll grow up, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's so not helpful. <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with you? It has nothing to do with the age that I am. It has nothing to do with the fact that I, of maturity. It's the fact that I'm hurt, and that I need to have people that actually understand me better. But of course... Like, there's no me to tell that to me during that time. There's only future me who learns from my mistakes over and over again. And apparently I love fucking up. So, yeah, there's that. So, I genuinely do not like my birthday, okay? And although I do have people that I do like, it doesn't mean that I trust them anymore. And I feel like I've come a long way with trusting people, but at the same time, I haven't. There is, like, some stuff that has been given to people. Like, some some information about myself I'm a little more open sharing. Like, for example, that I, I do struggle with my mental health. I'm a little more vocal about it. But then there's other parts of it where I'm like, uh, 
instead of saying this from now on, I'm not going to say that. For example, my birthday. I no longer tell people when my birthday is anymore. Um, just as a protective measure for myself because during that time uh, of the year... Unfortunately, though, I did make the mistake of mentioning birthday, my birthday to someone. Um, and I don't think I ever explained to them really that I don't like it. And so I am dreading the fact that someone is going to open up, like, appear at my door or give me a gift again because it's giving me anxiety. And honestly, I really can't stand it anymore. Like, I just, I'm tired of all these things, like, happening. And I... I don't know if it's a control issue that I have. I just I can't be in control of it. So it makes me, like, anxious. But it's very upsetting because it not only makes me think about all the pain that I've had over the years, but it also reminds me of, like, the people that I really wish would have showed up for me will never show up for me. You know? It's, it's sad. It's a very, very miserable way to think. And I hope... Eventually, throughout time, if if I can have time, I can not grow out of it, but transform my feelings into something positive where I feel more thankful and grateful for people. But I also need people in my life to be more authentic with how they feel about me and more um, respectful of my boundaries. And that's the the part that really is crucial in all this is how do I find people that are just as um like empath em sympathetic empathetic as me uh, you know I'm not expecting a lot from people as much as I used to. So, that's kind of setting an expectation. I don't really want to do that, but I kind of have to at the same time, you know? I have to I have to pick something that I feel like is, like, at least if I have that, it's, it will build a good foundation. And I feel like if I can have, if there's people that are more emotionally aware, I think I would be able to get along with them better and have, uh, just in general, like a... A nicer relationship with. That's what I think. I don't really w want to look for people that are going to be my super close friends or best friends. I feel like those kinds of relationships should happen naturally, of course. And throughout time as I'm growing, and I think this is the key thing here. I'm going through so many things, so many layers of myself that there are parts of people that I resonate with less and less and that excuse me and that uh, the more that I keep expanding my horizons quote unquote even though right now I feel like I'm not and I'm going into a deep dark hole um I think that my people around me change constantly every year I find that I'm with someone new every year and that um, even though I end the year with certain people, I might not see them. And where it used to make me very sad and lonely, I realized something that the best of people that I that I have in my life 
are not the ones that keep in contact with me all the time, but the ones that allow me the space to think and breathe, but are there for me when I need them the most. And to those friends that are far and few between, I say thank you very much for giving me the space because I feel confident in telling you things, but at the same time, I don't have to really feel like I'm burdening you in any way. I feel like it's healthier for me this way to have kind of someone who's similar to me and how I prefer my communication with people that I trust and confide in. And the same with those friends, you know, like I have some, like, for example, the one friend that gave me the candle and did something I actually liked on my birthday. There's someone that I, me and her, we're always saying we need to meet up more. We never get around to it, unfortunately. Like, I, I, I think we generally would both like to at least increase the frequency a little bit more. But I can tell, like, this, she gets very exhausted very quickly from being around me. <laughs> because I'm high energy when I'm with people. But for her, she's more like, she, she decreases in energy. She's a true introvert in that. And I'm a true extrovert where I take and steal her energy and I feel bad about it. <laughs> But we have a great time nonetheless. We're always pissing ourselves with laughter whenever we go out. Or well, she is. <laughs> she's a funny. She's a funny girl, though. She's very sarcastic. I have. I. You know. I have respect for her. She goes through her own shit. She deals with it. But you know, like we feel lonely. We've expressed it. There's certain things we don't feel comfortable sharing. But there's certain things we're comfortable sharing, and it's like it's a friendship, and it's one that's very like it's a sweet. It's a sweet friendship because there's a very strong foundation there. She's probably the only university friend I'll ever have that I actually liked. And yeah, I, I can... I have a lot of respect for her. I really do. And I hope she does with me too, of course. Like, we'll never know if anything is fully 100,000%. But yeah, just... Just that in general is like kind of like a nice thing I find so it's, it's pretty sweet that I have at least a few people like that and <coughs> then with the person then with the person that like did stuff for me today eh it's, uh, you know, like, I have to at some point just, like, really consider just breaking off the friendship. Because it's not, it's not going to work out the more that I keep sacrificing my own happiness. Because I want to make sure I'm not failing in this friendship. But you know what? At some point when you're in your fucking 30s. Okay. And I'm in my 20s. We're going to have a difference in opinion because our views and lifestyles and where we're at in our lives are going to be different. But with this person, they're not really that fucking different. And so, you know, in general, when I have someone tell me they're an expert in something and that I should go and do something, but then they're not kind of doing the work that they're saying that they're, that they're doing, it makes me feel very small. Like, I'm being, like, told something because you think I'm younger. And again, 
this is something like maybe I need friends that are my age, but again, friends, people that are my age are also very like way more childish than I than I uh, than I remember in school. Pretty childish. So I don't think that's something that I I really gravitate towards. Also, is like people my age, and. I guess it's because unless they're people my age to have gone through similar traumas, I don't really find that there's much connection because I can't really relate to anyone that had a functional family. And it's very hard for me to be open about certain things. Like I know opposites attract, but really at some some point there, there's a communication breakdown because whatever you say is like, so far-fetched to them, like, so far out of the realm. And same with them, because I couldn't understand sitting with everyone all together at a dinner table and then actually being respectful and having healthy ways to communicate your anger. I wouldn't, like, they can explain it to me, but I still won't get it. Because I'm like, what do you do with that extra rage on the inside? Because I get that, and they'd be like, what do you mean extra rage? And I'm like, oh, I guess just me. And... Like, I think, you know, people who have similar um, things happen in their lives have higher success of being friends. And, yeah. Not every minuscule detail has to be similar, though. But, like, for example, the friend that I was talking so highly of, me and me and her just went to university together and we're in the same program and we're both confused in life because we don't know what to do, so... Like, we are relatable to each other in that sense. But did we grow up the same way? No. But we have something that kind of bonds us together. So there has to be something. There has to be something. You know? Uh, But I have a really hard time finding a similarity with people that grow up in, like, really great families and have money (laughs) and things like that. Like, it just feels very, like, I'm digging for things to to relate on. And, like, those are situational um events in life that make me like that I find work the best for me having a common interest for example anime is not actually a strong enough bond for me to want to be deep friends with someone so that is also something that I've noticed like I can love anime I can love games I can love a certain game but I can never really, like, get deep in it with just someone that has a similar interest with me. Especially if their lifestyle is completely different or their situation that they're in at the moment is completely different from me. There's not much to, like, get deep with. And at some point you need, in a friendship, some deeper connection. And that's what I think. Um, so where's the happiness in all this? Well, I'll tell you. So here's the happiness as I'm thankful that I have an opportunity to at least while I can with my money situation every day it grows very like dimmer that I can take time to like make episodes. But you know, like I can find an outlet like this, for example, and talk about it, have like a, a really awful experience. Like today, sit down with my microphone, record an episode that's never going to see the light of day because I actually went a little too um, personal with that one. And, um, you know, vent. And the other part of it is I'm learning. 
every year that I have more things to learn about myself and more boundaries that I need to learn about myself with people. And every year is not going to be the way that it will be for the rest of my life. Every year it's going to change slightly or certain things will get added or taken away. And so I think that's a great thing. It's something positive for me. I think it's positive for everyone if you can keep your head on straight enough to look past all the angst, the anger, the upset, the hurt, the loneliness. I know mental health is a huge, huge thing during the winter months and I know that a lot of people are going through it. So if you are and you feel comfortable talking to people, do that. But if you feel comfortable talking to a microphone instead, hear me out on this. Genuinely, like, if you feel comfortable making a voice memo and actually, like, talking as if you are making a podcast episode, I want people to try this because I find it's very helpful for me. It's what makes me decide that sometimes my feelings are very much so just the raw emotion in its purest form and not actual any like it's not actually logical in any sense it's actually quite harmful ways of thinking because when I play it back to myself or I hear myself while I'm saying it I'm like holy fuck we need to take it down a step so I'd like to challenge some people to do that like you know maybe if talking to people like how it is for me feels like you're being a burden or it feels like you're being um, judged and that you're being put down for a lot of the way that you feel, try to talk it out with, or like say it like you're talking to an audience and like, then hear yourself, like really listen, don't post it anywhere, don't be stupid and irrational and post it somewhere and think, I'm gonna be so like authentic that, you know, there's not gonna be any repercussions because remember, people can see stuff. So just be mindful Listen to yourself, though, if you if you can. Or at least try and hear yourself throughout the whole thing when you're done. And, like, be like, damn, was I far out in left field or was I kind of on the nose with how I felt? Are there some parts that, you know, I can maybe tell this person now that I've calmed down that, like, you know, that part did upset me. Like, for example, the the part where, like, I feel like my boundaries are getting, that's what it's about, is my boundaries are getting, like taking advantage of it's not the cake it's not the the (laughs) they got me fucking shampoo was so stupid but you know like it wasn't the shampoo it was really the fact that I I just don't like my boundary being taken about and like you can make it sound more rational sometimes than you actually thought you could It's not sometimes the actual actions of the person, but it's the meaning behind the actions that upset us or the meaning we've put to them. Because not again does someone always think, hey, this is my intention. I'm going to hurt you. Some people just do things and then we react because we have like this thought of why they're doing it before they actually can explain themselves So to be mindful and listen to your way of thinking about the whole situation can also be very uh, reflective on you. And that way you learn 
that you get upset by these things and why do you do that? And then kind of like think, hey, maybe it's just some like trauma and maybe like, you know, maybe the friendship's not working out or maybe you need to like try something new or or maybe you never did have a boundary with that person. So you need to start. I don't know. There's there's a lot of ways it could go. There's a lot of ways that it couldn't go um, when you talk with yourself. So that's one way to stay positive. And I, and I really hope that this again, like many other times, is a relatable topic to people. Maybe there is someone that hates their birthday as much as I do because I really fucking hate my birthday. I can't stand it. And it makes me upset every year. So hopefully this year, I've already told people that I am turning on my phone to airplane mode and that I will not be responding to people the whole time, like this weekend. I am going to be MIA. Fuck off, everyone. (laughs) I don't need you to be around me. I would like some peace and quiet. I would like my mental journey to be nice and, and clear this weekend. And I have a hard trouble dealing with my emotions, so I just don't want to upset myself or others. It's just how it goes. And it's it's natural. These are things that happen, and I, I feel like we need to normalize communication like that. That's just simple and plain and fair to ourselves and other people. I don't want to make you upset, and I don't want to make myself upset. That's all. It's nothing else. There's nothing else behind that other than just don't want to make each other so upset. Because, you know, we want to all make sure we're being respectful of one another and that we can have relationships that are meaningful and long-lasting. And I think that's what life is about. That's, you know, at the end of the day is like building meaningful things in your life. And people are, are definitely a way to start. Of course, the stuff in my apartment, for example, some of it has meaning, but not everything does. And a lot of that comes with the attachment issues I've had with people. And I I don't know, at some point you have to think to yourself, hey, like, it's not the object permanence of things that makes me have meaning in my life, but it's the, it's the actual memory or it's the actual like person that gave this thing to me. Or it's the actual intentions I have with this object that I like to use it for. You know, like all the paints that I have, all the um, gifts that I've gotten. <laughs> That's not a really like a good choice of an example for me. Um, but for other people, for all the gifts that you've gotten, maybe you have meaningful gifts. And the, mem- the little mementos you have, you know? They make everything a little easier for you to feel less lonely when you are alone and more appreciative of the things that you have in life and the people around you. So, you know, it is what it is. I hope that this holiday season people will be okay with their financial situation. They'll be okay with their friends. Hopefully their family um, that's a tough one for me because, unfortunately, I will be alone this Christmas. I am going to be zero contact with my family. I know it's a sad topic, but it's a topic that, um, 
I'll talk about probably in an episode because, you know, like, I, I'm feeling sad. And I don't want anyone to, like, be like, mm, I feel bad for you and that you don't, like, talk to your family and you shouldn't reconcile because the holidays are the most important times. You never know when your family is going to be there and blah, 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 blah. Those are the kinds of fears I'm dealing with right now and, like, it's never going to be easy going zero contact with a family that's toxic as fuck, okay? Period. To anyone that needs to hear that. But if anyone is going through a similar situation to me, I wish you a merry, merry, merry holiday. And I hope that you can go out there, if you can, spend time with people that you love, like friends, or do something that you love, like skating or going and seeing a movie or, you know, having the best food. Like, you want a turkey dinner? Make one for your fucking self. Hell yeah, you do that. But if, if, you know, like, you're like me and you like it simple and you'd rather just chill, you know, have a glass of wine, listen to some Christmas music, put on Home Alone, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas, and then just... Have a movie night with yourself. Do that. We all collectively that have not been with our families or will not be with our families for the first time or have been doing this for years, we'll all get in our pajamas, okay? Maybe I'll even stream on Christmas. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll stream on Christmas. We'll have a cozy one for all the people I have zero contact we'll just sit and we'll relax and we'll chill and we're just, we'll talk and we'll have Christmas together and we'll watch movies and you know it's it's all about spreading that joy and I really don't want people to go out there and hurt themselves and I think my podcast is an advocate well I advocate what the hell my podcast isn't a physical being but I advocate that people don't hurt themselves this Christmas and that everyone is alive and well on the new year and doing well and thriving in the new year and although January is actually the probably one of the hardest months and February I really 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 hope we all make it through because even I deserve that kind of grace there's there's probably a lot that stresses everyone out And I'm feeling stress, like, high amounts of stress every day. But I know that we can probably, we can probably get through it. I know. Hopefully this won't be the end all and be all. And we'll all be happy and, you know, good. So I'm going to end it here. So to anyone whose birthdays are coming up, also happy birthday to you. If you don't have a birthday coming up, Merry Holiday or happy holidays, and if you don't celebrate anything at all, just have a great fucking winter, bud. You you enjoy those winter, winter wonderland or the winter Bahamas, wherever you are. Um, and also um, be with people. You know, if you're gonna get the two weeks off anyways without celebrating, you might as well just go hang out, fuck around, hang out, chill, drop by stream at. Uh, tw- Soggy Socks um, slash Twitch forward slash Twitch dot com. I don't know. Anyways, 
I will see you guys in the new year. <laughs> Am I even going to post this? <laughs> All right. Bye.